This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. So, when you're working two jobs, you're running a business, you're running a podcast, and you have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, you know, it's really, really hard to read books. And if you're a businessman or a leader and you want to get better at being a businessman or a leader, you need to read books. So what do you do? You do what I do and you go to today's sponsor, which is audible.com. Audible.com has the world's largest collection of audiobooks, as well as college lectures, Audible originals, podcasts, and other spoken word content. I highly, highly recommend Audible. When I first started business, I hadn't a clue. I don't have an MBA. I don't have a business degree. It would have been nice to have, but when I was a 19-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid, I never thought I'd be going into business, so I didn't get one. So what did I do? I went to audible.com and started listening to books and lectures on business, and it's really, really helped me improve my business skills to the point where now I can have a podcast on business. I've learned a lot through actual hard experience, going through building my own business, growing my own business, but a lot of it has been supplemented by and backed up by Audible. So I highly suggest Audible, and today my recommendation is the book titled The Millionaire Next Door, and it is an amazing book as well as its sequel, The Millionaire Mind. Both books I have, I highly recommend them. They tell you what it takes in America to be a millionaire. Give you a secret. It's not good grades. Helps. It's not high high college, high IQ. Nope. Hard work, sacrifice, spending less than you make, picking a good career, which doesn't cost you a lot of money to maintain, i.e. lawyers and doctors. Yeah, lawyers and doctors don't actually wind up as wealthy as others. They explain it in the book. But, uh, yeah, go check it out, The Millionaire Next Door, an amazing book. Go check it out over at audible.com. And if you go to audible.com forward slash bootstrap, you get a free 30-day trial. You get one Audible credit, two if you're an Amazon Plus member. You get access to their entire streaming library, plus uh, you get two Audible Originals, the Audible Originals and the book credits. Each book you get to keep for free forever. And you can buy books. You can buy books on audible.com at any time. You don't have to be a member. But with a membership, it's only $15 a month and you get one book a month. It's amazing. Uh, I really like the great courses is another thing. Those great courses, they run about $250 per audio course and the great courses plus or great courses website. On Audible, it's one credit for 15 bucks. Well worth it. Anyway, audible.com forward slash bootstrap. Now let's get into this. Now, last podcast, or one of the last podcasts, I talked about opportunities showing up looking like hardship with work boots on. 
And to kind of go off of that, we're going to kind of keep this one again a little bit short. Sorry about that, guys. But as I was talking about with that book, The Millionaire Next Door, you know what the most successful people are, according to that book? Most of the millionaires are small business owners that start their own small business. And guess what? Most of them, and, and still currently about 70% of millionaires in America, are first-generation wealthy. I.e., they started off broke, and they built their wealth through hard work, dedication, um, sacrifice, spending less than they made, and overall, just living the standard American dream. Building something from the ground up, working really hard. And as a side note, in my introduction, I talked about doctors and lawyers. Well, doctors and lawyers tend not to do as well as a businessman or an auctioneer, for that matter. Auctioneers usually is the best career to become wealthy in over time outside of being a small business owner, which is kind of interesting. Book goes into that. Don't have time to dig into that too much. But with a doctor and lawyer, everyone thinks doctors and lawyers are wealthy, are rich, make a lot of money, which they do. However, doctors and lawyers have to take an extra four to eight years of school. Their schools are much, much more expensive. They get much higher student loans with much higher debt comes higher amounts of interest to pay off. Yeah, they start off behind the eight ball pretty badly. They start off late and with a lot more debt on average than your average college student. And you all know what I think about college in general. And for those that don't know, college, in my opinion, is not a bad thing, not an evil thing. It's a good thing. It is good. However, you have to go to college only if you need to learn something there to further your career. I.e., if you want to be an engineer, a computer programmer, basically the STEM field, science, technology, uh, industry, I can't remember the exact thing, and mathematics, those are very important to go to school for, definitely. However, you don't need to go to college to become an entrepreneur. Sure, you can take a business course or two. Maybe go get an MBA. Yeah, that might be helpful, but you don't have to. But overall, college and high grades were very low on the list of what made people millionaires. Just saying. So if you're going to college for an extra four to eight years, to start off, you're taking a lot of extra time where most people hit the the workforce and start working, making money well before that. So you're starting off late, you're starting off with more debt, and then there's the image that you have to maintain. Doctors and lawyers are expected to have a nice house, a nice car, have nice suits, maybe fancy jewelry, etc. Because they have high income. And if you need brain surgery, and your brain surgeon shows up in a beat-up 1982 Toyota Corolla or something along those lines, you might be a little bit worried that he might not be that great of a brain surgeon if that's the only car he can afford. 
Now, not every doctor or lawyer does this, but it's a very, very common thing. Matter of fact, I met a real estate guy who was trying to sell us a, a, a condo, which we thankfully didn't buy. He showed up driving, uh, I think it was like a Lamborghini or Porsche or something, to kind of show off that he was really good at his job. And it's expected of him. It's expected if you're a doctor, expected to be a lawyer, to show off your wealth. Which means you're spending more than you otherwise were, were and you wind up actually accumulating less wealth overall than a guy who starts his own little business, say his own little mechanic shop, and just works hard and saves money. Crazy, isn't that? Now, in the book, they create a a formula so you can kind of quantify this into numbers. And it's basically this. If you're a doctor or a lawyer with a super high income, say you're making two to three hundred grand a year, and you retire on say two million dollars, then you're what they call an under accumulator of wealth. You're making more money than most of the population, and if you can only save enough to live off of two million dollars at the end of retirement, you're not doing that great. However, say you're a 19, 20-year-old kid, and you have $100,000 in savings, net worth, hundred grand is not bad, and say you're only working, say, 40000 a year, I mean, you might just save that up for a couple of years, forty, fifty thousand, dollars $50,000, you are doing pretty good. If you're a 20-year-old with hundred grand in the bank, you're doing amazing. So they calculate how old you are, they calculate your income. They, and they calculate how much you should have in savings at retirement based on that, based on basic cost of living, etc. And doctors and lawyers tend to be very low accumulators of wealth. So, businessmen, entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, they tend to do a lot better. So, this little short podcast is just to encourage you, go check out that book, A. Eh? But just encourage you that even though it might be hard, even though times might be tough, and when you first start up, start up, it might be a lot harder to get ahead. Things might be tight. Your business might go hit hit by a pandemic and lose 90% of your clientele, like mine. But that doesn't mean you can't be successful. You 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 go through the bumps, and at the end, in general, you're going to probably be doing a lot better than the uh, much lauded. Uh, doctor and lawyer. Anyway, you guys have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com which is www.athoz.com 
or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.